Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now, on to Sharkies versus Panthers. Now, the quality of the game was not the best. It was an absolute bludger. Uh, but as we discussed earlier, the Panthers' depth is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty damn impressive across all positions. Um, mate, I've, I've got a little asterisk next to guys that impressed me. I've got a fair whack on this Penrith okay. side. Um, I thought Tago, yeah, he was Tago's exactly a what, I, what I expected. He's an NRL player. Yeah, he's... Ready and rearing yep. to go. Lock him in. Thought the guy outside him, uh, I think it's Turava. Uh, I thought he was impressive as well. He did some really good things. The halves were good. O'Sullivan. Falls is the guy I what spoke a, about. What a luxury for the Panthers yeah. to have these two blokes sitting in a reserve grade. Yeah. Fucking hell. Fall, yeah. Falls really was really good. Really good. Sean O'Sullivan did his job. Yeah. I said a few weeks ago, Falls reminds me a lot of. Um, Mitchell Pierce, he's not high end, but he's got a good kicking game and he just does what needs to be done. And I think it's so underrated in rugby league just to have a half that mm. doesn't have brain explosions and just gets you to where you need to be. Mm. And he, I, I really like him for that. I mean, he's 25, 26, so he's seen a lot of footy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, it wouldn't surprise me if he never plays first grade. Yeah. That's just the reality of the NRL sometimes, but Insane he that. can definitely there's play. A, there's clubs that could use a guy oh, like mate, so How old is he? He's 25, 26. Kurt okay. Falls, Matty. Um, He's not young. I just got to bring it up before I forget. Jermaine Hopgood's kick was one of the worst. Was it, <laughs> was it, was it Hopgood or was it Salmon? No, I think it was Hopgood. I think it was Hopgood. I, I, I like Jermaine Hopgood. I think he's a good little no, player. He, he, played he played mad. Yeah. He played mad. <laughs> His kick was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. That was one of the most disgusting kicks I've ever seen in my life. Fucking went. It honestly went thirty meters over, the, and it was like he kicked it five meters out as a chip. 
Um, <laughs> but he actually was one of the better players in the field. He was one of the better players in the field. And like to have him as backup for Isaiah Yo. Yeah. Very like, handy. He, he was really, really good. I thought it was interesting. Jamin Salmon. Now he's come through with Parramatta. Apologies if it was Salmon that kicked it. Apologies if it was Salmon. It might have been, yeah. Yeah, if it was, whoever kicked it, disgusting. Don't ever do that again. But Sam, I thought it was interesting to see him pop up in the back row. Yep. He's always been a half, five, eight, potentially fullback over the last few years. See, when he played at Para, I didn't mind him. Yeah, I thought he was handy too. Yeah, I, was I thought when, when he let first came, he was going to be something special. Um, but, I mean, if he can reinvent himself as a second rower with a yep. bit of upside, definitely uh, a good commodity to have in rugby league. We've already spoken about Mitch Kenny continues Maverick. to just do his job. Yeah, just does his job week in, week in. I think, like, Mitch Kenny is such a, a solid buy for Panthers, kind of like the Dylan Edwards for them. Yeah. Not breaking the bank, but, boy, do they do their job. Like, get through a bit of work. <laughs> I was talking to – you know the bloke I said to you the other week that I think will be the next nine, Riley yeah. Smith? Yeah. Did you get a message from him? No, nah, Riley Smith, is it? Yeah, right. He, he messaged me the other day. He goes, oh, thanks for the shout-out, blah, blah, blah. He said, oh, I, I, I text him and just see if he wants to go down to the net, so I'm keen. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he has um, chosen rugby league, message, which yeah. is a good thing. So okay. rugby league over cricket. So, But, yeah, I think Mitch Kenny, he's just solid. Jeez, he, he seems like such a good bloke, Mitch Kenny. Yeah, he, he does. Like a funny bastard. Absolutely. Um, who else was it? pretty good? I mean, if I'm a Sharks fan, I wouldn't – like, they, it's – it was just such a messy game. And then, like, yeah. you know, Trindle got sent off. Um, you know, Talakai had some good runs. I thought Ueli's uh, initial 20 was really good. Jaden Beryl started off really well. I thought his first 20 was really good. I, I, I wouldn't read too much into it. If yeah. I, oh, I love him and I would never bag him because I think he's a great footballer. But Talakai should be the best forward on this field by a country he's mile. A beast. He's just got so much potential. He just can't seem to put it all together. Yeah. For an extended period, I, I honestly think that he could be one of the better forwards in rugby league. Yeah, I can see it. I can absolutely see it. He's, He's got a beast. so much potential. It's not even funny. It's just if you put the consistency of Ty Wilton with the skill set of Sifa Talakai, mm. it's over. Yep, like, he could yep. be anything Sifa. Um, so, so where I know that you were a bit hesitant when I said Nico Hines plays seven for the Sharks. Where do you stand now with with nah, the fact that it's, it's coming around on me? Yeah. If you're not going to have Trindle at seven, well, you can't Trindle, have Moylan at seven. Trindle most likely suspended. Trindle has is facing two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. Through. Let's just get this out of the way because, and we won't. We're not trying to rag on anything and be too negative. But this whole head high thing coming back in as a fan, and I understand we're trying to protect the head. Where is Trindle supposed to go when the guy falls into his shoulder like that? What is he supposed to step away from the tackle? There was no swinging arm. It was an aggressive tackle. This is rugby league. Now, I can understand if you want to put him on report and maybe he gets a week or whatever, but to send him for 10... Like, as a game, we are no clearer as to what the head high tackle rule, uh, rule is. What, what were your thoughts, Guru? No. I, Am I crazy or what? No, I don't think you're crazy. I just... I understand what they're trying to do, but it's just a shocking way to go about it, I think. And I, I don't know what the answer is, to be honest with you, but... Mate, if this is happening in week six, I'll give it away. I guarantee you we're sitting here in week five and and players are getting away with this. This is yep. what they always do. They come hot and heavy. We're going to do this, this, this. They do it for five weeks to get a little bit of pushback, then they ease off and we'll find something else. Haven't we seen on. this song and dance though? No, mate. Round 10. Yeah. Uh, magic round or whatever it was. Is it round 10 magic round? Yeah. We saw this song and dance. And it, it, it's impossible. It will ruin the game. Because we saw it for a month. It ruined the game. Then they backtracked on it. Absolutely. Now they're going to bring it back again. What I'm not, I'm not understanding. Like, if their planning is this, we're going to go hard in the trials. 
so that players, you know, try not to hit head high, even though they're never trying to, then what's going to happen is round one, like I said before the show, round one, a team's going to be playing the Sharks. One of the Sharks players is going to get head high. The player's not going to get sent for 10. He's not going to get put on a report. And the Sharks are going to be sitting there going, we just lost our key playmaker. That is, it's his first year at a fair crack at the seven roll or a six roll. And he just lost, he may have lost that opportunity. Like someone might come in and play really well all over a head high that there was no swinging arm. The guy clearly fell into the tackle. I understand most of the responsibility is on the defender to not hit the head. But there has to be some responsibility on the attacker to not fall into tackles. I know that just like the defender didn't mean to hit him in the head, I understand the attacker didn't mean to fall into his shoulder. But there has to be some give here because otherwise, this, they're ahead highs constantly. If you want to go by this rule, it, every week there's going to be people sent off, multiple people every game. I, I just don't understand it. And, and, and fair, I, I got a lot of respect for the Fox League analysts or commentators when they said, you know, you could tell that they were frustrated and they were like, look, we're not going to get into it. It's just trials. And so we won't spend too much time on it. But I, I just want to point it out like, have we not done this song and dance? Yeah, and well, I just I, I know we can. What is he meant to do? What are you meant to do in that situation? Are you meant to let 120 kilo athletes fall into your knees? Your season's over. Are then, you meant to? Yeah, yeah are you meant to, to let jump them go? away? What do you? I just I can't. Even, He's in the tackling motion. Yeah. You can see it happening. The guy falls into it. If the guy doesn't fall, he hits his chest, and it's nothing play. I just who was the other guy that got sent off? Where I was like, yeah, okay, I can see that. I think it was in the was it the same game? Got sent nah, was it the Dragons? Uh, who was, was a, the winger for the Dragons? It was a big shot. Wasn't it was Tatum Mulga? Was that the one you texted yeah, me Tatum about? Yeah, Mulga. I'm not sure. There was a, there was another one, and I, and the guy he was wrapped up, and he his shoulder went directly into his head. I'm like, you know what? With that one, fair enough, because yeah. the the guy wasn't falling, and the player was already wrapped up. But the ones where the player is falling, I just don't understand that. Like, unless it's a swinging arm, I don't understand it. Yeah, and I feel like now, to some extent, I, like I knew on the weekend which ones were going to get 10 in the bin, mm. but I thought they were ridiculous. I would almost rather it be a little bit more lenient mm. and then apply some common sense. Yeah. I just, I don't, it's just going to be I, a hard I, sport I, I just to don't watch. get because like rugby league will never be able to be played without contact to the head because the only way that we're going to get rid of contact to the head is if you stop players being allowed to offload. Because you, you have to hit around here. And when, it's, when you're moving so fast, like how's... Anyway, anyway, we've been through this a million times. Well, that's... I mean, if you go back to that Titans game, there's a tackle that Albert Kelly makes where he just dives straight at the legs. 25 years ago, it would have been a great tackle. Yeah. But players just go, just toss the ball near and someone will be there to 100%. take it and they run 70 metres. You can't... You can't tackle at the legs anymore. You can't because you're not rewarded for it. Oh, mate, I, I had I had John Sutton come down to my under-16 team last year and uh, he said, what do you want to do? I said, oh, can you do some defence with him? He went, yeah, sweet. And he got them all and he said, oh, who's your best defender? And I said, this kid, come here. He tackled one of the other kids. Round the legs, perfect. And Sutton said, don't ever do that again. Yeah. Never do that again. And I was just standing there going, that is what I was taught yeah. from age 6 to 15. He said, you might, you're might, you better off missing the tackle. Absolutely. And just chasing him and then grabbing him yep. from behind or something. And he's totally right. You go around the legs, you're not rewarded for it. Yeah. He's like, the first person has to wrap the ball up. Absolutely. Where's the ball? It's two inches from your shoulder, yeah. from your chin. So, it's look, just... I, yeah, I, I don't know. 
hopefully it doesn't become an issue because I thought we would I thought we'd found a good middle ground. And what's interesting is that I feel like a lot of the knockouts are actually coming from players trying to go lower. Yeah, you know I, mean? I think like, that's a fair I, argument. I feel yeah. like a lot of the knockouts are going low. We're so the, the players are so big and powerful now that it's those like low bumps and they get hit under there and they just go bomb straight yeah. out. I don't have any science to back that up. Or but it's also the reality in that situation where the game is fast now. The attacking team gets momentum. The defenders are getting back quicker. They're coming up. They're out of position more often. Yeah. It just... Uh, like, th- this rule would have been hard to officiate 20 years ago when the mm. game was 10 times slower. Yeah, now, it's even harder, how yeah. on earth are guys meant to deal with... Yeah. Um, and we'll talk quickly about uh, Fui Maono getting five weeks. If he challenged at seven weeks... This is a tough one for me because I feel like... I don't feel like he intentionally hip dropped. I thought it was a subconscious technique that he has learned yeah. over the years. He's fatigued. Because it's not like he had him held up and then he hip dropped him. It was all in one motion of swinging around him. Now, the only way Fui Maona can probably get out of that is if he, if he let go of the tackle. But I understand where the NRL is coming from from this because now Hayes done some misses a whole year. Yeah, oh, I get it. I feel for Tyrell, but uh, I think this one is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's brutal. Thankfully, it doesn't happen all that often. And yeah. hopefully, because of this, it'll happen less. I do feel sorry for him, uh, but... Because hip drop is a technique, you know. It's not yeah. like it's not like when you accidentally hit someone in the head, where you know you're just going into a tackle and you miss a margin by five to ten meters. Hip drop has been a technique that's been taught by wrestling coaches, um, and yeah. So I don't believe Fui Mayono did it intentionally. I thought it was like you're under fatigue, subconscious. You wrap, you went to wrap the ball up and just pulled down like that. So five weeks. Definitely seems a bit harsh, but at the same time, I, I can understand it because Hayes now misses the whole season. Yeah. Um, and that that kind of technique, I'm okay. Like if Fui Maono has to f- literally just let go of the tackle, I'm okay with that. Because it's like if you can't tackle him without using that technique, then just don't tackle him. Then he'll get dropped for five weeks. Yeah, oh, no, that's, I, that's I, what I makes get it, it hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but it's just when you when it's a yeah. specific technique to bend the knee like that. It's just, I just want it gone from the game. Like, yeah, I just, no, what do you got there, mate? I think Fuman got suspended for a hip drop two years ago. Which yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. Was it Magic Round as well? That was when no, he got Papanism. That was got Papanism. Yeah. Yeah. So the hip drop is something that I just want out of the game. Yeah. Because like, it's a technique that it shouldn't be there. It's dangerous as fuck. No, ma- no matter how safely you do it, it's dangerous because it's, it's bent to your anchorage in your knees like it's 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 meant to do that um so although from a dragon's perspective i i you know i can feel for tyrell as well like i don't think that it was planned or malicious but at the same time i just want it gone from the game like same with the grapple tackles the chicken wings i just want it gone yeah like i just want it gone so yeah that that's a tough one because you can you can see both arguments it's like it happened all at once so how is he supposed to pull out of that outside of letting go of the whole letting tackle? Go, yeah um but yeah, so the back to the Penrith um, Sharks. I, look, you, you can be a little bit concerned as a Sharks fan. Getting beaten thirty-four to six is not a good thing. But when you actually look at their squad and how many players were left out that you know will be a part of it, you, the only concern was similar-ish to the Tigers of you know Sharks depth probably isn't the best right now, uh, whereas Panthers depth is amazing. 
Yeah, but you know what? Like, I, I also, like, I, I look at the Sharks and whenever I try and make a forward pack, I can't fit Aiden Tolman and Andrew Fafita in it. Yeah. They have got depth. They just weren't playing in this game. That's true. Good me. point. That's a good point. Um, I mean, but the they still have Talakai. Line. They've got Brandon Hueli, Royce Hunt. Like, they're all. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you, you have a look at the back line. Not a single one of those guys will play first grade. Oh, sorry, outside, outside of Trindle. I would argue that Trindle didn't have his greatest game. Yep. Um, and then you have a look at their bench. I mean, outside of Franklin Pele, Jack Martin, no guys really that are. I mean, like, they're, they're all guys that you'll see at Newtown training every week. Yeah, like, I that's just, a fair point. Fair and point. mate, they're coming up against Penrith, who we've seen Maverick Guy just turned an opportunity with the Melbourne system because the Penrith system is bloody good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do you think it's just more evidence of the evidence of how good Penrith is, rather like Penrith's depth is, rather than Sharks? You know, reflection yeah, of this depth. doesn't reflect much for the Sharks, yeah, okay. to be honest with So you. don't take much out of it as a Sharks oh, I'm, not, I'm taking nothing out okay, of it as a Sharks um, Eels versus Dragons. An absolute nail-biter. 26-22 to the Dragons. Uh, I really liked uh, Hayes per, uh, Perham. I thought he was really explosive. That double drop that he did for Sean yeah. Lane was fucking amazing. Sean Lane. He had one of the games of his career. Duck, unbelievable. He was killing it. He was captain as well. Far out. Um, there was I, one where he threw a try assist and he just sort of wandered. Like he knew he was having yeah, a good day, yeah. game too. He was enjoying himself. I love it. Everything he touched was turning to gold. <laughs> it was amazing. There was one that he went through when he had guys on his left and right. I thought he bombed it. Yeah. And then he, he just laid on the try on the next play Mate. anyway. He was Mate. taking the piss. But that's the thing with Sean Lane. It's like if you actually watch Sean Lane, he, he does some really good work. Really good work. He's, he's almost deceptively strong because he's so tall. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, one or two errors in his game that really yeah, hurt him. You can't have a brain lapse. And so yeah. outside of that, though, like, when he's on, he, he's quality. I, I, I thought Jake Arthur had a stellar game. Stellar game. Yeah. Now, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I miss... What, what, did you watch the game, Matty? I've only seen the highlights of that game. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> um, I, I, look, I, I just thought he had a really good game. Now, like, I, I missed maybe 10 or so minutes all up of the game. But he, he just looks silky. He looks smooth. Um, I, I just think they're develop- He's. I'm not saying that... Um, I don't feel that he'll put pressure on anyone this year. Yeah. But I do believe his development is coming along quite well. Like when I compare to how he played last year when he made his debut, he seemed like a more mature player yeah. uh, on the weekend. Yeah, he might have to dye his hair if he wants to play 5-8. Well, he just has, not, doesn't have the cool he's factor. He's not cool enough He's me. not cool enough. And we know Brad Arthur would rather pick a cool guy over his son. Yeah, he's a joggers and jeans sort of guy. <laughs> um, I thought uh, Kafusi was good. Um, Nick Corey, I thought, was really strong, yep. as per usual. I think he'll be a really good signing for the Warriors. Oh, I think it'll be a great signing. Great yeah. signing. Uh, I didn't really see much of Will Penasini. Uh, maybe that was in the, yeah, the nor did I. Bit, bits that I missed. Uh, for the Dragons, was absolutely befuddled why Sloan didn't start at fullback. I kind of felt that he had done enough to warrant the starting position. Uh, in saying that, maybe it's just a rotation thing. Like Cody Ramsey starts, but Sloan was always going to get that crack. Uh, well, it took him two or three touches to show. To show how good he is. That he's a no-brainer uh, yeah. at one. I think Sloan has cemented his spot at fullback. I think Amon, outside of uh, was it like one error, was amazing. He's special, that yeah, kid. Yeah, he's got something about That him. try where he steps back inside, puts a grubber in, just to have the wherewithal to know that another guy's inside to score that try, it was that was a moan, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a moan. Yeah, very impressive. I thought, mate, I, I texted you at about the 30th minute and said, I haven't even noticed 
uh, that Moses still is on the field. And then he got one good Bold. bit of clean ball. Killed and it. just made him look stupid. Yeah, um, he's I thought, a beast. I thought Max Viego, there's a try that he scored late in the game. No, that was their first try, sorry. Where he came off his right foot. Yeah. He just left two or three defenders. He's so sharp. He is very impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, outside of that, I um, thought Francis Molo was decent, but... They just didn't have any ball for the first 25 minutes. Yep. So by the time they got the ball, all these forwards were gassed. Them. So it was a, it was a tough I thought Josh McGuire was pretty good, to be honest. Yeah, why? Why is he playing in the halves, though? Silly. Uh, I don't get that. Like, when you're... I know we it's just, a 26-man squad. I know, it's bizarre. How is your front rower the best option to play seven? It's just so bizarre. I, I don't understand yeah, that decision. Put Sloan at six. Yeah. I, I just... I can't... I don't understand that decision. Like how, like a trial is about getting as much reps in as you can for a team to be the best it can for first grade, like for the for the year. Putting Maguire at, in the halves is like what? What? How does that serve anyone? Even though he, he ended up playing pretty well, he played well. He did a job. Um, but, but that's where, like, you know, some of Anthony Griffin's decisions sometimes I just I did just befuddle me a little bit. Like, even, even little things, and maybe he's spoken to Sloan, but, like, Sloan's your next superstar, or one of. He, he played ex- incredibly well at fullback when he got his chance last year. Cody Ramsey did play fullback, but I, I think he's more of a winger. And so, like, th- just the messaging to Sloan to be like, well, Ramsey gets the first half. Maybe I'm looking too deeply into it, but I just think that sure, surely if you're Griffin you're backing Sloan in and you're going, you get to start it. You know what I mean? Like all those little things. I, I don't see Ramsey as a fullback. I, I see don't. him as a winger. I see him as a winger. If, if, if you told me Sloan was out injured round one, I would honestly probably go and buy it fullback. Yeah, okay. I really would. I, I just, I think Ramsey's a solid winger. Good finishing winger. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that either. It's good great little, to have a good finishing I'm winger. I'm sitting here because of it. Literally. Even, and I thought I was a fullback. I debuted it. Um, yeah, so that that was I just it was a bizarre situation for me because it's like, as a teenager, your ego is so precious as it is, you know what I mean? And so when you don't start as Sloan, I'm sh- maybe he didn't, maybe he's much more fucking. It looked to me like he wore it well. Yeah, I will say that I was impressed. That's what I thought too. Fuck, this could be anything. Here. Yeah, well, he could drop his, you know, yeah. start kicking stones. And I would understand. Oh, I, I wouldn't like it if he did, but I could understand it. As a young if I was kid, Sloan, I wouldn't be stoked. If I'm Sloan, no matter how I responded to it, I still would be like, bro, I should be starting at yeah. fullback. Um, and then, you know, maybe Cody gets a crack after half time. But who knows? Griffin could have sat them down and just said, look, I'm Ramsey, you're starting Sloan. Please don't read into this at all. It's a nothing thing. I just want to give Ramsey a chance to play um, at fullback. But it's kind of weird because, like, with Sloan, you go, well, wouldn't you put him on the bench then? <laughs> And then bring him off the bench. <laughs> Did he sit the other halves down and go, hey, just going to give uh, Musa yeah. run at seven here? Yeah, bit, bit bizarre. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, interested in Moses Embi starting at seven. I think that probably going to get that 14 role. Bud Sullivan is touch or go for the season start, apparently. I think his ankle yeah. is injured. I mean, you'd have, yeah. It probably looks like Embi will get it. Well, we've spoken about this yeah. for an age. But, <laughs> uh, no need to repeat ourselves again. But um, yeah, I yeah, there was another kid. There's a kid for Parramatta, and I yeah, I, I've had a, I coached him when he when he was about 15. His name's Luca Moretti. He was jersey 17. Yep. Um, Luca is an incredible little footballer. He was he made Australian schoolboys league and union. He's the yep. first guy to do it in a long time. Um, 
He's, he was at the Roosters for a couple of years. They, they've now let him go. Just one to keep an eye on because he's got so much ability. I would suggest he might have got a little bit comfortable at the Roosters. So yeah, this okay. might be a bit of a little wake-up call for him. So one to just keep an eye on. Didn't, didn't really stand out for me in that game, to be honest with you. Uh, but one to keep an eye on because he has got ability. I'd love yeah. to see him kick on. He's a good kid. Just quickly uh, back to that Sharks game. There was a either, he was either number 23 or 24. He had some really fucking good runs. Some really good runs. A big boy, big tall boy. I don't know if you remember him, but it's 23 or 24, but I just wanted to quickly mention that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, with the back to the, the Eels versus Dragons. Look, solid signs for the Dragons. I know they were behind and they came back from 16-0 down, and, and maybe that's due to the, the rotation that Eels used, but I think both clubs can be pretty happy with this. Yeah, just, just, just one other guy to watch too from the Dragons. He was jersey 25. He didn't really get opportunities. Jonathan Rubin. Yep. Uh, Matty, can you just type Jonathan Rubin, Queensland Cup? His strike rate for tries is unbelievable. It's like 106 from 107 games or wow. something like there. He wow. is a very impressive character. He didn't really get any opportunities in that game. He's been playing for the North Devils the last year. <laughs> Bang on, 106 from 107. Bang. Wow. Yeah, Far pretty out. impressive. Is he the PNG bloke? Or is that a different guy? No, I'm not sure where he's from, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. Uh, says he's from, he was born in Townsville. Okay. But... I thought George Burgess had a few strong runs. Yeah. Looked was, strong in contact. Yeah, he probably looked better than, than what I anticipated, George yeah. Burgess. Because that's thought, what I was so. worried about. Does he still have that physical strength that the Burgess brothers are, are so known for? Well, yeah. The, I was talking to the NRL physio about this the other day, and he essentially said that no one has come back from what he did wow. in sport. Far out. And so if he manages to pull it together, that'd be, be incredible. Very, very impressive. Um, probably the last talking part of this game, when Maddo did come on, mm. he was playing a bit of 13. Yeah. He then got a Simbin. I, I can't remember if he came back on after that or not, yeah. but he was definitely playing a roaming 13 role. I've heard that Nathan Brown had a surgery that hasn't been talked about too much, and yeah. he might miss the first few weeks. So if Maddo does play 13, you've spoken about it before. I wouldn't mind it. Used Very to be a six. interesting. Yep. Used to be a six. Um, one thing, I, I guess, a bit of a, a bit of a negative, but I was really hoping to see Will Penasini. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Stand out. Yeah. Um, now, as center, it's very hard to, you know, you're so beholden to inside you. But I was really hoping that we saw Will, you know, just kick on from such a good year last year. Yeah. Not to say that he won't, uh, but I was hoping for a bit more impact from Will. I'm sure we'll get it in the yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, even top-class centres can have quiet games. Oh, for too. sure. It, as you said, it's the reality of the position. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm happy to see what – I wonder what they do. Obviously, poor Hayes Dunster is injured now. Do you move Wonga Blake out to the wing? Do you keep Opachik? Do you move Perham to the wing? How do you think they'll... Yeah, it's interesting. Well, uh, apparently they've seen if Asako's free. Main Asako Broncos. Yeah, right. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, you probably you probably move... Maybe Wonga Blake. I don't know what he's like under the high ball, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's yeah. interesting. They've yeah, gone from having too many wings to bloody not enough wings. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think both sides can be happy. Don't be too stressed at all. Uh, yeah, Madison at thirteen is going to be really, really interesting. But like, this is where like, for example, Andrew McCulloch is playing. That's where I sometimes with other clubs, I'm like, bro, if Andrew McCulloch is playing, like, surely you can put your young guy in that needs an extra game. Yeah, too. I will say about McCulloch, I'm pretty sure he had an injury at the end of last season, so they might just be trying to get, get reps in. Yeah, but in saying that, I, I still would have given Ben Hunt an opportunity with him, own, but yeah. I'm sure they will in the charity shield. They'll put it out a good side there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a hard one with these trials because if he plays Hunt and Hunt gets injured, everyone says, oh, why the hell, why was, the he hell was he playing? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so yeah. it's a tough one. Absolutely. Um, outside of that, look, you know, the teams-wise, who's, who was the most positive for you out of those trials? Um, I'd probably have to say Manly. I think Manly. Um, but in saying that, I wasn't overly impressed with the Tigers. They did put out a really good side. I'm, I'm probably more excited to see the teams this week. I think you'll see more yeah. full-strength sort of sides. I thought the Warriors were pretty impressive considering they didn't have Sean Johnson and considering they were playing Melbourne. Um. Yeah, I mean that that South Cowboys game. I don't think I can take much game. from that. Titans Broncos. Um, I mean, both conceded twenty six points still. Yep. So, uh, and the Penrith Cronulla. Penrith were very impressive, but I also think the Cronulla side was probably the weakest outside of the Cowboys and Bunny side of all the other teams. So, um, yeah, not not as you said at the very start trials. First trial for a lot of these teams, not a heap to read into, yep. but uh, interesting nonetheless. I think this week will be more telling. For sure. Um, for me, Manly absolutely impressed me the most, and it was the fact that their reserve grade side came on and they they just high energy, gelled really well. They arguably looked better. Yeah, arguably. As crazy for sure. as that sounds. As crazy yeah. as it sounds. You know, when you've got guys like um, Kalua coming on and doing what he did, uh, then you've got the winger scoring three tries, Vega. You've got Weeks going really well. So, yeah, Manly really impressed me. The Probably the clubs where I was, again, and it's just trials, but clubs where I was a bit concerned is obviously the Tigers. Uh, not a bit concerned. I'm, I'm really concerned. Um, outside of that... Imagine being the Tigers' centres when the A-team walked off and then Cooler came on and you thought, oh, I'll be okay yeah, here. Be and good. this kid is just... He uh, might be the most dangerous guy on the field. Yeah, literally. Turbo. Literally. Um, you know, look, I was really impressed with the Panthers. I, I was, even though they didn't have their starting side, I, I was a bit disappointed with Sharks just because mm. they leaked 34 points and their coach is Craig Fitzgibbon. And I understand it's a trial and scores don't matter, but I just think a, a Craig Fitzgibbon coach side, he's proven he knows how to defend and he knows how to teach defending. So I wouldn't say that they were like disappointing, but I am. I was a bit like, hmm, okay. I probably would have thought, if anything, their defence would have been better and their attack would have been a bit, you know, stop-start. But uh, once again, you know, they scored their first try in the th- in the 30th minute. The Panthers, they scored, a, you know, what, 34 points in the next 50 minutes. You know, this is where, and I always say it, the guy standing behind the goalpost with you is so important. Yeah, sure. If it's Dale or a Cam McInnes, yep. I think they're able to sort of put a halt to that. But... I mean, who's the guy? Hamlin Uello was the skipper. Yeah. You know, that's why. I, I, it'd be interesting if you put just a Dale Finucane or a Cam McInnes in this team, how, how different, different it would have been. Yeah, for sure. As, as I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a negative. It was more just like, oh, okay. 
Well, it might be a good opportunity for Fitzy to put a rocket up. Yeah, for sure. Packs. It could pay dividends for him. Again, Roosters got pumped by 60, and then they went, I think they won the comp that year. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Manly got pumped by Tigers by 50, and they went on in top four. Yeah, I, I, I think Fitzy will make a point of this to the guys that are on there. I mean, you look at that Penrith forward pack, Eddie Blacker, Eisenhuth, Salmon, Smith, Jermaine Hopgood, none of them are going to make Panthers mm. 17 for me. Yep. Eisenhuth might get a bench spot yeah. at best. Um, whereas Hamlin Uele, Royce Hunt, Ty Wilton, and Sipper I mean. all could play. Yeah, you're right. It is a fair point. It's like, it's, it's not a negative. It's just like, hmm. It's interesting. Interesting. But Sad to see the hooker get injured too. Yeah, Jaden Barrow. I thought absolutely. he was doing good. Thing. I thought he was doing really good. Yeah. Um, I guess one little negative for the Broncos is they were down 26 to like 10 or 12 or something like that, and they fought back late in the end. Um, yeah, so I think that, it's sort of forgotten by other people, but I don't think heavy will be. No, not not at all. It but it was just soon. it's just like, oh shit. Like yeah. this is this was our issue, is that we, we fight in games and then just before half time or after half time, we let in a bunch of points. Um, so I would say that although it's a positive that we fought back to twenty six all, it's also a negative that we had that many points put on us in a small yeah. parent. And also I think that's where Adam Reynolds will be so good because he'll be able to kick you out of trouble. Because they yeah. didn't have that. So. Sure. so what do we got here? We got, yeah, like we scored three tries in the last 15 minutes. Yep. Um, Including one in the last minute. Last of a minute. From a and so, you know, you're, you're looking at... He's got at a try from dummy half and a kick yep. off the winger. 66 yeah. minutes of the game and they were beating us 26 to, you know, what, 12 or something or yep. something along those lines. So that, that's, that's definitely a concern um, for the Broncos. And Titans, you would say it's concerned that they leaked three tries in the last 15 minutes. Um, yeah. yeah. Again, not big concerns, but yeah. just little things that in the coach's room, in the meeting, it's going to be like, boys, this cannot happen. This, can't you know, this is yeah. not what the club's about. Regardless of whoever's, whoever's wearing the Broncos jersey or whatever jersey, next man up. The next man up has to do a job. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, a great weekend of trials. Absolutely loved it. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.